record high for the Dow, another new record high for the S&P 500, another two-year high for the NASDAQ composite. Uh, There was some really good economic news, sure. But the rally on Friday seems to have been propelled by Facebook. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Monday, February 5th, 2024. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career, over 40 years, as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the accredited estate planner professional designations. Now, living my best life, bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you or might be you, you are in the right place. If it's not you, yeah, you're still in the right place. You know it. We're glad you're here. The well-known headline large cap indexes all did very well indeed on Friday, but generally stocks finished mixed as advances led decliners uh, by a fair amount. The Dow Jones Industrials finished at 38,654. That's a new all-time high. They were up four-tenths of a percent for a gain of 134 points. The Standard Reports 500 was up 1.1%, a pretty good day, a pretty good new all-time high for the S&P. They closed at 4,959, 5,000 in sight. That's up 52 points. The Nasdaq Composite was up a stout 1.7%, 267 points, and they closed at 15,629. The Russell 2000, the small caps had a tougher go of it. It was down three quarters of a percent, closed at 1,957 off 15 points. In an indication of how thin the rally was, while the market cap weighted S&P 500 was up over 1%, the RSP, that's the equal weight S&P 500 index, same 500 stocks, well, it was down down on a strong up day, just a little bit, one under one-tenth of a percent, and the SOXL was up 3.7%. Rates were up across the board and by a significant amount. Also, the two-year, 20-year spread has finally inverted. That's not a good sign. The two-year Treasury closed with a yield of 4.372%. That's up 18 basis points. The 20-year was up 13 ticks and closed at 4.333%. Oil continued its freefall. It was off a buck 53 and closed at $72.31 $72.31 a barrel. Gold was likewise off. It closed at $2,053.70 off $17.40. And finally, Bitcoin finishes the triumvirate. It was down uh, $48.33 and closed at $43,062.30. We have got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to keep this brief. If you are not a subscriber to this podcast, would you 
consider clicking the follow button. Cost you nothing. You can unsubscribe whenever you'd like. And it really helps us out more than you might imagine. Thank you. If, on the other hand, you are already a subscriber, would you consider clicking the share button and sending this episode to someone who might be interested, which is pretty much everybody, and for whom your opinion might be persuasive, which is pretty much everybody? Let's build the ministry of truth together. It will be fun. Thanks. Lots of good news from the economic calendar. Lots of good news in and from the labor market on Friday. Average hourly earnings grew by 4.5% year over year in January. That's almost two points higher than inflation. And that's versus expectations of 4.1% and December's number of 4.3%. The month-over-month number, which we tend to follow more closely, was also equally as strong. Wages grew in January by 0.6% versus expectations of 0.3%, and December's number of 0.4%. The unemployment rate was expected to come in at 3.8%. It ticked down to 3.7%. But the headline The headline was non-farm payrolls. In January, the economy created 353,000 new jobs, and that's versus expectations of just 187,000 and 333,000 last month. So directionally and versus expectations, the labor market and especially job creation is headed in the right direction. Very good news Indeed. Perhaps the biggest story of the day on Friday was Facebook. Facebook's parent Meta announced blowout earnings on Thursday after the bell. The company earned $5.33 a share versus expectations of $4.96. And revenue uh, was expected to come in at $39 billion. billion and actually came in at $40.1 billion. But the big story is Meta announced it was going to begin paying dividends to shareholders. That's a big step for a growth company. Uh, They tend to invest whatever cash they have into growing the business. Given its new status as a dividend-paying stock, Meta has dramatically increased its potential shareholder base. Many mutual funds and pension plans are limited to the amount they can invest in non-dividend paying stocks. Facebook went to the moon. Actually, it was a moon circling a planet in the Alpha Centauri system. Facebook was up over $80 a share, over 20% on the day. Earnings season kicks into another gear this week, although the economic counter is a bit more subdued. Whatever is reported, you can be sure we will have it for you right here on The Buzz. 
And that is your Buzz on Business for Monday, February 5th. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes where each week we cover a story or a topic that has been in the news and might affect you, your finances, and your investments. But we don't cover it over the last six hours. We don't cover it over the last six days. We don't cover it over the last six seconds. We covered over the last 50 or 100 years so you can put the news in context, be better informed, and make better decisions. This week, we're asking ourselves, is Warren Buffett and his Berkshire Hathaway company any good? Really? You won't want to miss it. It's just for our premium subscribers, however. Our premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99. You should sign up just for this episode on Warren Buffett. Uh, there's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Walsh. William Walsh.